All right, guys, tonight's our first ever No Wrongs Answers podcast. Itai and I are co-hosting, and we have Omer as our special guest tonight. So, Itai, you want to uh, kick us off with the first segment? All right, so uh, the first thing we're going to be talking about today is the NFL playoffs, and uh, we're going to make our predictions because as of us recording it, the championship games have not happened yet. So, uh, Omer, do you want to let us know what you think is going to happen? No. That's probably the right call. Because it's been really bad. Uh, hey, y'all. Would you like to try? I got you. All right. So, obviously, we got Chiefs versus Bengals. And we got Rams versus Niners on the other side. Um, so, the Chiefs, you know, in the past three years, they've been outstanding in the playoffs. It's kind of hard to destroy them. They have Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill. And they, got the, they got the whole big three. Plus a really good defense. Um, and then the Bengals, obviously, they have the young guy in Joe Burrow. So it's going to be a really good game, in my opinion. I'm going to love to watch it, but I think I see the Chiefs coming out on top. And on the other side, there's Rams-Niners, also a great game. But in my opinion, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, or whatever his name is. Garoppolo, right, man. It's Garoppolo. Whatever, man. Has had a really lucky like two two games to get to this point. And I don't think... He's going to be able to push his luck to beat the Rams because they're just one of the best teams in the league right now. So, obviously, I have the Rams coming out of that series on top. And then the Super Bowl, this is going to be an amazing game of Rams versus Chiefs, both with amazing defenses. But, as I said, it's not that easy to beat, uh, what's his name, Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Last time that was that was happening was they needed the GOAT, Tom Brady, to do that. So... Yeah, I got the Chiefs coming out of that on top um, for Patrick Mahomes' second Super Bowl win. All right. What about you, Itai? Yeah. Uh, I was going to pretty much go with almost the opposite of what you said. I had the young guys. I had Jamar Chase and Joe Burry with the Bengals taking the Chiefs over in an upset in a really close game. I think it's going to come down to probably another game-winning field goal or something like that, like we've seen before. Just like the rest uh, of the playoffs? Oh, yeah, exactly, bro. It's going to be exactly like the rest of the playoffs. I have the Bengals coming out on top, going to the Super Bowl. Joe Barron, I think, is his second or third year. I have them. Uh, I have them in the play, a Super Bowl. I also, on the other side, have the Rams since uh, Jimmy G and Debo Samuel beat the Cowboys, my Cowboys. And they also, ugh, that, that just brings back my memories. And they also beat the Packers. Both games, they should not have won. I think their luck is running out. I think they're pushing their luck. I got uh, the Rams and Matthew Stafford versus Joe Burrow in the Super Bowl. And, of course, I got to go with the young guys. I got to go with the underdog. I'm going with the Bengals winning it all this year. Uh, Omer, do you have your predictions? Uh, I'm just going to say it really nice and short. I think that the uh, <laughs> Bucks have a really, really good chance of winning this year. The Bucks are out of the playoffs, man. The Bucks are not in the playoffs. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for coming. So no, no predictions. Uh, not at the moment. No. Not at the moment. Should we come back to you? Yeah, yeah. So, circle back around. Circle back around. Once All right. Know. So speaking of the Bucks, uh, today, as of like a couple hours ago. Tom Brady not officially announced his retirement. Is there any thoughts on that from coming from Omer? Let's start with you. Uh, to be honest, um, not no. really. But I do think <laughs> I, I I do want to say that um, he was uh the only thing that I know about him was that he was in the Patriots. So uh, that's inside the cool. Patriots. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, he was inside the, the Patriots and their locker room. All of them what, do you know what other team he played for, or just the Patriots? Uh, probably. probably. Let me give you a yeah. hint. You just said that team. Okay, thank you. Thank you. On, on to you, Al. All right, well, I actually, unlike you, have some opinions about it. I think that Tom Brady retiring is one of the biggest things that's happened in sports for at least five, ten years. You know, there's not been many big announcements like this because, you know, the era has been continued, but if Tom Brady actually is retiring, which is what the rumors are, then that's the start of a new era coming up. You know, Tom Brady 
He's been playing for 22 years. And now there's all these new young guys coming to take care of the league. Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. We got Joe Burrow. Can we just talk about for a second how you started that whole list with uh, Lamar Jackson when there's so many better young quarterbacks out there? Like who? Oh, like Josh Allen. And Josh Allen. And then you got Kyler Murray. I I just said there are much better options. Like you also have Kyler Murray. You have Justin Herbert, who I believe is better. Who's better? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, Kyler Murray. You can also put uh, Joe Burrow. Uh, Joe Shiesty, I'm in the debate. Uh, Maybe but, Lamar, but that's not the point of this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. here's my thoughts on Tom Brady. I think that his plans to retire are going to come. I think he's going to retire this year. I think he uh, his stuff actually got leaked. Now he's saying he hasn't made his final decision because he wants to make a big press conference about it, like Tom Brady style, his way instead of it getting leaked by the media. Mm-hmm. So that's what I have on the topic. I think him retiring now is going to, like y'all said, leave a lot of opportunity for young guys to come in. I don't know where the Bucks are going from here. I think a rebuild, maybe trade away a few of their definitely, elite receivers. Definitely could be a rebuild. Uh, yeah. Some of the defense and anything just to get a solid quarterback that they can build around. Maybe keeping their Chris Godwin as a uh, sort of more veteran guy to lead the team because he definitely. can't have all guys. You need some veteran experience. And with Tom Brady, I don't know if we're going to have that anymore. Yeah, I definitely uh, agree. Uh, do you want to try and give us up something? Second chance, or I guess fourth? Third chance. Um, the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> the Bengals, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Bengals are a football team. Wow. Yes, I didn't know that. Uh, I Homer, can you name two, uh, three players on the Bengals for me, please? Whew, this one's really tough. Okay, uh, I can't believe you asked me a question that hard. Um, let's see. You're being we sarcastic, got... but I know you don't. You yes, can't Stanley Morton, uh, Cameron Sample, and Darius Phillips. Bro, you're on your phone right now. What's a phone, bro? What's a phone? What's up, folks? Your fantasy, all that stuff, bro. Oh, man. Uh, so what are the three players you said? Uh, we got Stanley Morgan. You can uh, tell Cameron he's reading Apple off of And Darius Phillips. All of them have injuries, oh. actually. Uh, <laughs> I we got Stanley Morgan, who is a um, wide receiver with a hamstring injury. We got Cameron Sample. Uh, he has a groin injury. And Darius Phillips with a shoulder injury. Are you reading injury yeah, reports for the Bengals? He's reading the injury report for the Bengals. He no, Googled Bengals and saw the injury report. All right, well, Itai, would you like to lead us on to the next segment? All right, so uh, we are also going to be talking about basketball here, and uh, specifically we're going to be talking about fantasy basketball and how the league this year year has been completely insane. I know many people don't like to do basketball because of the amount of effort it takes. I think it's all worth it. That's that's what makes it fun, you know. Yeah, in football, you just do nothing. Yeah, honestly, in football, you wait a whole week just for your mood for the rest of the day to be affected by one day. And a bunch of players, I don't think they're basketball since you have a lot of players playing every single day. I think it's more interesting. It's like, Maybe you know, one, one. for one person, their day is made when, when Patrick Holmes decides to pass it to Tyreek Hill. And for the other person, their day is ruined if their Tyreek Hill doesn't pass it to, what's his name? Tyreek Hill is a receiver. Uh, so he won't be passing I mean, to Travis Patrick Kelsey. <laughs> Patrick yes. Mahomes doesn't pass. That's not me. Uh-oh. Uh, um, so anyway, so... in fantasy basketball... Oh, sorry for cutting you off. You good. Okay. So uh, this week in fantasy basketball, uh, I'm playing a y'all over here. He has a solid team uh, with Tyrese Halliburton. He has KD. He has Joel Embiid. And I got uh, Jason Tatum. Yeah. So... Uh, First off, the first thing I want to talk about is uh, Jason Tatum, actually. He was projected, he was supposed to be a valuable first-round pick. But as of now, he hasn't really proven himself. There weren't that many injuries, so that, that can't be to blame. Uh, you know, what do you think is the problem right now with Jason Tatum and the Celtics in general? Okay, well, I actually have a lot of opinions because the Celtics are actually my team. Oh, but... yeah, I know that. As we all know, the Celtics are not having a great year. So... 
what I've seen a lot of people say about that is that, you know, Jason, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, they're just not working together anymore because they're so ball dominant. And people are saying that they should both be able to, like, lead their own teams. And they should just get rid of one of them to be able to build around the one that they keep. So, in my opinion, what the Celtics need to do is get rid of, uh, not get rid of, but trade away Jalen Brown and maybe a couple of their picks. Okay. So that, like, second-round picks, because we need those first rounds to rebuild. Uh, trade away Jalen Brown and a couple of the picks. And what do you think Al for? You think he should stay on the team? Yeah, with so yeah we, need, we need a vet. We need a vet, you know. Yeah, but so, I think there's, since they have a lot of decent talent, they have uh, Robin Williams III. I think that's his name. Uh, if, we can, if we can just trade those those players away for some other, a little bit more mature guys, like some big men, I think that the team within like a year or two should be able to win a championship. But we definitely need to build around Jason Tatum with a lot of talent. I um, think what that team is missing right now is a good point guard. I think they need a solid point guard to lead the offense because right now Jason Tatum can't do everything. He's playing up every single day. He's putting up decent stats. He's getting putting together numbers, but with low efficiency because he's had he's forced to take tough shots. That's he's forced true, to take bad shots, and that means his efficiency is going down. And unfortunately for me, his fantasy value is going down from first round pick to not. I don't even think like a top five player in his position right now. Yeah, they tried Kemba Walker, it didn't work. They tried uh, Marcus Smart. Yeah, Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, we just need a we just need a new more experienced point guard that's like filling his peak. You know, Kemba Walker, as we've seen. Probably was not in his peak, you know. His Charlotte days were a hundred percent his prime, and he just regressed since then. Um, but I'd also want to talk about the 76ers and how they've been doing recently. Because before we move on, honestly, to uh, their team, I wanted to yeah. ask our dear friend Omer, do you have any thoughts about the Celtics and basketball in general? Um, I want to say that, um, you know, I wouldn't know more if uh, ESPN didn't kick me out of their app. Um, I'm very disappointed. With your one in thirteen record. I was actually going positive uh, over the weeks uh, before my ban from the ESPN app. So you haven't touched so, the app since week like two. Um, actually, week like six, and I was going positive, um, which I am glad to say. That I mean, did one in, not happen. One in uh, five is not so po- positive. I, w- I was actually uh, six and five. Homer, 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 I don't know how to tell you this, but your record is one in 13 currently. Um, Damn, you know, I may be talking about fantasy that. football, but that's really not important. The point is that I got banned from my fantasy football app. I think that is something that everyone should know. Fantasy sports app. Um, I think that. Uh, we should uh, boycott fantasy, and that I should uh, get my five dollars for fantasy back. Or we cannot so. do that. Yeah, no, just yeah. move on from that subject, so you don't try to sue us uh, in a later. All right. So as I was saying, the 76ers have you. They had a lot of COVID um, protocols cases, which made a lot of their team, like Joel Embiid, Tyrese Maxey, uh, Tobias Harris, just all their stars had to sit out for a couple weeks. Um, which definitely made their team regress when it comes to the record. But recently, they've had a really healthy lineup, which has given them the opportunity to go on like an eight-game eight, eight game winning streak. And it's really given all the sports analysts and all the fans an opportunity to see what Joel Embiid can really do. And on the fantasy side of things, he's averaging 54.1 points. Which for my opponent Etai is not very fun. It is so um, incredibly fun playing against such an amazing opponent like a y'all. With all three of those seventy sixers players, he said yes, I have it is so much fun players. playing against Tobias Harris, who scored like five hundred points on me this week. Joel Embiid, who probably had his fair share of ten thousand, and uh, Tyrese Maxey, who I dropped because he suck ass. Uh, so you dropped him? Yeah, I did. I mean, averaging thirty. No, no, no. There's this thing uh, in my in any fantasy league I play, and I call it the ETA effect. It's where I pick up a player after they do very good, very well for a couple games. They do crap. And I pick them up. They do awful. So I'm like, yeah, maybe there's a couple bad games. Drop them. 
then they start doing well again, someone else picks them up, like Tyrus Maxey, for example, and he starts doing well for the rest of the season. Now, y'all, am I right or am I right that that's an actual thing that happens to me all the time? That is most of the time right, most of the time. Um, Sometimes but, I make mistakes like a human, but still. If we, if we want to move on, staying on the basketball topic, who do you who is your MVP as of now? MVP right now, I think if we're going by the best player in the league, it has to be Giannis or Jokic. I'm leaning towards uh, Giannis. But if we're going for the most valuable player to his team, there is no person that is more valuable than LeBron James. LeBron James. Yeah, King of good. basketball. He has been the most valuable player to his team. Even with AD and uh, with AD out in a, for the past couple of weeks, and Russell Westbrook being an absolute brick as usual, he has been I able to carry his team to a chance in the playoffs, which I think is just amazing. Father Time hasn't touched him at all, honestly. He's 412 by now, and he's still playing like he's in his 20s. Omar, you got any thoughts on? Who should be the most valuable Basketball player in general? Take two. The NBA right now. Uh, most valuable player of the NBA right now, definitely um, LeBron James for sure. Mm. Um, Is that a uh, strong contender with uh, um, uh, Jokic? Mm-hmm. For sure. I yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Michael Jordan, Jordan though? You think he has a chance, maybe for uh, most improved player? I think he's definitely a great singer. It was kind of weird what he did with those 13-year-olds, though. <laughs> that is the wrong, wrong person. I think that's Carl Malone. Oh, you said Carl Michael Malone. Jordan? I thought you said Michael Jackson. Okay, Michael Jordan. <laughs> uh, one second. One second, one second. Let me, uh... Let me, uh... Google <laughs> real quick. Hold up, hold up. Let me, let me, uh... My, uh, uh, let's see, let's see. Uh... Definitely um, a former professional basketball player and businessman, for sure. Businessman? Definitely. What team did he play on? Oh, yeah, I forgot you Googled him. Uh, uh, the Bulls? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, so thanks for asking. As of now, I personally think that Joel Embiid is the MVP. If the league I wasn't asking. Right. And your th- just because he said that, I am, oh, wow. I think, I think you might have done a little something. There ain't no way Joel Embiid is the MVP of anything. Bro, you have to hear me out real quick. Listen. But I have Joel to know. Embiid. You said Joel Embiid is MVP. I don't think I have to hear you out. Just, just hear me out. Okay, so Joel Embiid obviously has been impactful to this team. Because when he's playing, they're winning. When he's not playing, they're losing a lot of games. And obviously, very obviously, nobody in the league can stop him. Whenever. He can score whenever, however he wants. And he's got a jump shot now, which he in previous years he didn't really have much of. So does he actually foot, have a jump shot? Yes, he does. At least from the mid range, he's not the greatest shooter, but from the mid range, he's just unstoppable. And he's a seven footer, so and now Joel Embiid is shooting twenty percent from the field. Okay, okay that's, uh, the point. that's this game. That's yeah. the first thing that pops up. What is here? Let me let me tell you how what he's shooting. Joel. I'm going on the NBA side. It is saying, uh, this year he has a uh, field goal percentage of 49.7, which is about the same as he had previous years. So I don't know what the heck you're talking about. 49.7 is really good. All right, that is not bad. But last year he had 51.3, 47.7, 48.4. I'm just going off what it says. Last year, last year it was. It was almost unanimous that Jokic would win. Like his stats were crazy. And if anything, if anything, if Jokic doesn't win, I think it should be. I mean, if Joel doesn't win, I think it should be Jokic. Like Jokic's stats are just unbelievable this season. And the only thing that doesn't really reflect on that is the Nuggets' record because they're not winning too many games. They even lost to Mikey in the Mavericks. Yeah, they're missing I'm missing MPJ. So many players out now for the uh, Nuggets. I don't know how they're gonna last like this. Well, Aaron Rodgers, not Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Gordon, Gordon is definitely uh, stepping up for them, but oh, yeah, it's not he's him and his big afro. They're helping. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when it comes to the Warriors, though, some crazy <laughs> stuff has been going on. Like, 
Andrew Wiggins becoming a first-time <laughs> All-Star and a starter. It's a bit crazy, but I heard a K-pop star that's like a really f- big fan in the area uh, is a Warriors fan. Andrew Wiggins, so he got all his yeah, followers so he got, to exactly. vote for Andrew Wiggins, which is what I say, and I stick with it. I can, I'll stand by it. Uh, player, not player voting, fan voting should not impact All-Star games because People use uh, all-star games as like a stat. How many times this guy's been to be all-star? Oh, he's been more times so that he's a better player. That's part of the like LeBron versus um, Michael Jordan debate. How one's been to the all-star more than the other. So I think I let well, the fans vote on it if it's used as a, as a stat. As a stat. Well, in this case, I think either way, Andrew Wiggins should get an all-star appearance because like he's had a very good year for his like for him and he's on a really good team so yeah he's impacting greatly on a team that's like 29 and guess his stats right now i have it in front of my face guess his stats this year it's not about the stats it's about the impact i know he's averaging like 18 4 and 5 or something oh my god that was so incredibly close 18.1 4.2 and 2.1 yeah, I saw something about that on Instagram. But oh my god! Also, but when it comes to like starters, if anything, give it like to Draymond. He's not even like the most impactful player on his team, other than Steph Curry. Draymond Green is even more impactful. Yeah, but I think but... that Draymond Green, obviously, he's a very controversial player, and he's missed a lot of games this season. Uh, well, so I don't know when if he is he playing. Definitely So that, well, Omri, that... do you have any? You have any any thoughts on basketball in general? Come on, man! I'll throw it back yeah. to you. Um, I definitely think that Austin Kauf is uh a gonna be a top pick in the next ten years. Mm-hmm. First round pick. First round pick, always. Those of you guys that don't know, Aubrey Kauf is uh Al's brother. He plays basketball, and who knows and who cares? Uh, high school. And he has, who knows, or who cares, uh, a D1 offers. So, currently zero. If there's any uh, scouts out there watching, any D1 scouts uh, hearing this somehow in the first episode, please send an email to No Wrong Answer or Podcast or whatever this is. And we'll send it uh, right back to Offrey. Uh, I think he has a lot of potential in being a. Seven four, 240 pound man. I think he could make a lot of impact. Something like that. A lot of impact. <laughs> yeah, definitely a lot of impact. 740 pounds. Seven foot four, four man. Put a lot of impact. Especially on the court. He would probably fall straight to the floor. Anyways, <laughs> on to the next segment, guys. Probably going to be my favorite segment of the day. Top 10 movies. Um, Top 10 in general. This time, bro, we're going to do movies as our first one. Yep. Top 10 okay, is probably going to be so, a segment that we do every time, but this time we're doing movies. Yes. And yeah, Itai, would you like to kick it off? I would not. I was going to send it right back to you, AL. Would you like to start okay, us off? I'm going to send it straight to Omer. Omer, we'll, what's your top 10 movies? Perfect. All this right. Is so, these are my top 10 in no specific order. Um, no, we need an order. We need an order. But I might like say here and there where my order like goes we have um give us give us a infinity war knives out free guy ghostbusters afterlife no way home mate the first matrix movie your name which is probably contested for number one um spider-man in the spider-verse which is definitely top three Uh, the empire strike back which is like bottom five and uh demon slayer moving train which is probably top five Oh wow! So a lot of controversial stuff. I, the two movies I think I've seen on that list are Infinity War, Ghostbusters. Oh, three movies: Infinity War, Ghostbusters, and uh, No Way Home. I don't think I've seen any of the other movies. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I've, I have, I've seen the Matrix. He's in Matrix, right? Matrix one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, I've seen that. You said were animated like anime. Yeah, like, speaking uh, of the Matrix, um, a certain someone while I was watching the movie would not. Uh, stop bothering me, so it kind of ruined the experience, but I think that I definitely still got a full understanding of it. What's your number one movie, though? Yeah, number one movie? One. That's really hard. 
but I'd have to say it's either your name or... What is it? No Way Home. Fantasy. No Way Home's the number one movie in the world, like, for you. I don't know, man. It's pretty good. But Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse is also pretty good. I don't know. It's a a, a different Okay, hear me out. Don't get me wrong. No Way Home is a very good movie. I enjoyed it, and I watched it two times. I thought it was very good. I really liked it a lot. But I don't think, like, I hate to be that guy, but I don't think it's old enough to be a top ten movie of all time. I don't think, I think it's, it's been just long enough, enough to be a top ten. No, These are not top you. ten movies of all time. These are your favorite ten movies of all time. That's true. Okay. So, uh, uh, speaking all... of actually, Spider-Man: oh. No Way Home did make okay. it onto the IMDb top two hundred fifty movies. It is the top of all time. Uh, yeah, of all time, IMDb's top-rated movies. It is. Uh, let me check the ranking. Oh, I lost it. It Wait, is you're... number 25, oh 8.6 rating um, 8. on the IMDb uh, top 250 movies. It's number Dude, 25. Like, I know this is your opinion, but like in my opinion, No Way Home is like one of those movies I'll say, yeah, it was, it was a good movie. I probably would watch it again, but I would never say that it's like in my top anything, top 20. All right, yeah. but I think you have a very interesting list, so I'll, I'll read off mine now. So, honorable mentions are Zombieland 2. It was just a hilarious movie and there's tons of action. Grown Ups 2, for obvious reasons. And then Father of the Year. I watched it like three times already. Okay, so number number 10 on the list, Avengers Endgame. I think we already all know why this is in my top 10. It's just all-around great movie. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Like, like, How are you have Endgame is on Endgame your list. And number 10. It is much higher than that, man. It's much higher than Dude, that. Dude, Omer didn't even say it on his list. Yeah, well, Omer is really... Endgame was, was, um, was definitely a very good movie, but I do not think that it was top 10. It was a good movie. It was not better than Infinity War. Oh, definitely And not. it could have been much, much, much better. Yeah, no, but I feel like it's definitely sound. I can only really comment on the movies I've seen, but I feel like it was better than uh, the New Way Home movie. I, I think it's better than the Matrix as well. It's not just I like the Matrix. I think uh, Endgame. No, that's it was, bro. It's my top ten movies of all time. So like, it's all right. Let's go to number nine, man. Great movie. All right, number nine. That's my boy. I'm pretty sure you guys have both watched it. Adam Sandler movie, oh, yeah. the classic. Have you watched it? Either? I have seen it. Yes, and my friend. I saw it with my friend, and his mom and sister joined us throughout the movie. Uh, with Ronnie, His sister right. is in sixth grade. It is hilarious seeing their face reaction. Saying that's my boy's a funny movie is probably an understatement, but that's why it's. Oh, that sounds like you rehearsed that statement, man. No, I actually didn't. I didn't rehearse that. <laughs> All right, number eight, John Wick three. This is my only John Wick movie that's on the list. It was just. I've not seen many movies in my life that have done I haven't seen that one either, bro. I need to see that today, probably. Bro, have you seen one and two? I have seen one and two, but I've heard that you should watch three right after two, and I saw bro, two months three, ago. During the snowstorm. Three is, oh, oh my god, here we go. I watched three before one and two, but it was <laughs> so much better than both of them. Like, the action was just amazing. Yeah, but, you know, I feel like you're not really a plot type of guy. You like funny stuff? Like, if there's a funny joke, oh yeah, laugh, laugh, whatever. And if there's a, like, a building getting exploded, you'd like that too. I don't think you really understand the plots of movies very well. I do. And, but that's you're cool. wrong. and you're saying that like it somehow made sense in your head to watch John Wick 3 before watching 1 and 2. No, I didn't have a choice. It was like a brand new movie that just came out at the time. So it was the only movie that was like in the movie theaters. And my friends wanted to watch it, so we went to go see it. I didn't even know there was a one and two before. I, was, I didn't know what. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let's take this, uh, sorry for interrupting you, but let's take this a step back. You thought there was a John Wick 3 and there wasn't a one and two. Well, I just never heard of John Wick 1 or 2. I've only heard of 3. I didn't really know what John Wick was before. And then after I saw 3, it was such a good movie that I had to go. Yeah, to watch one and two. All right, so what's yeah. next up in your list? I think it's number seven. Yeah, seven. So you said I'm not really a plot guy. Just to prove you wrong, Free Guy is my number seven movie. And the only reason I like it is because of how good the plot was. It, not just that, it was also just a really funny movie, but 
Which you guys all watched without me. Just wanted wanted to be clear for all two of you guys watching this. No, it was just me and Roy that watched it. Uh, Okay, then both of you guys dipped on me. Whatever. Next one, six. Okay, so yeah, six, seven. Free guy was an amazing movie. Six. I'll be honestly, this should be in both of you guys' top ten, but Grown Ups won. It was just. Yes, that Bro, is a movie I actors, showed him. I know. I love all. No, you didn't show me that. It definitely did. All the actors in the movie are like probably in my top ten favorite actors, um, and it was just hilarious. Like I watched it maybe like three times, and I laughed more every single time I watched it. All right, number five. This the next five movies you hear are all debatably my number one favorite, but number five is Dictator. So when it comes to plot, maybe not the best plot. When it comes to funny or humor, this is probably the funniest movie I've ever seen in my life. It's like so racist, but funny at the same time. <laughs> so right. that made me laugh how you described it. <laughs> Continue. Alright, alright. Omer, did you did you like Dictator? Omer? Okay, moving um, on. I guess Elmer's gone. Uh, number four, I'm going to go with Avengers Infinity War. All right. Uh, you know, obviously it's iconic. Tons of action. Uh, moving on, number three, Pixels. You know, I love that movie. Oh, my God, yes. I cannot remember the amount of times he watched that movie. He told me about it, how many he watched it so many times. Yeah, there's just so many it's good actors in the movie, movie and it's it's a good plot. I love the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh number two, Vacation. We watched this at Itai's house. It was just so, so freaking funny. Uh also the plot and the actors are also incredible. And then number one, this is this was kinda hard for me to make a number one spot, but if I did have to choose, I'd probably have to go with Bench Warmers. Hilarious wow. so, movie. Um, oh, I was bad. muted without realizing, So, but I did I did think that uh, Dictator would have been on my um, honorable mentions. Would have been on my honorable mentions, yes. Alright. Yeah. Um, so you're telling me you think Bench Warmers is the number one movie you've ever seen? Yeah, the plot was incredible. It was just so funny. I don't think of it. Now, I feel like my list is very different for both of you guys. I think I have a couple that movies good. that you guys even haven't even mentioned. That is good. I want to. Okay, wanna so it. honorable mention, I want to give it to Step Brothers, Baywatch, and Get Hard. All movies are phenomenal. All amazing. Baywatch, you've seen that one. Mm-hmm. Rock. Uh, Get Hard is hilarious. Is I uh, watched in Israel on Netflix. And uh, yeah, Step funny. Brothers also. I mean, I was on the plane, I think. It was so funny. Y'all gotta watch that with Will Ferrell. Y'all definitely know him. He played in the L. Step Brothers? Yes. Yeah, I've seen that. It's okay. Crazy. Number 10 on my list, I got The Matrix. I know Omar likes that one. I know he all hasn't mentioned it. I don't know if he's even watched it. No, I've seen it. Number 9, uh, I got right. Dictator. Well, just like y'all and Omar. It's a phenomenal movie. Not the best plot. Hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. And number eight, I got some. Uh, number eight, I have uh, Rush Hour. Have you all seen Rush Hour? Uh, I don't think I've seen it now. It is so funny. It has uh, Jackie Chan, and I forgot the other actor in it somehow. Uh, it's really, really, really good. Uh, great action, hilarious, hilarious movie. Not bad plot at all. Chris Tucker. Have you Googled it? Yeah. Yeah. So Chris Tucker and Jack Chan. Now, number seven, I got not one movie, but I got a whole franchise of movies. I know I said I didn't say anything about that, but I could not put it there. I put the whole Harry Potter franchise. I, I knew you were gonna say that on Harry Potter. I have a Harry Potter puzzle hanging ten feet behind me. It is an amazing, amazing series of books and movies. No. I should have put that in my honorable mentions list. One thousand percent worth breaking the rules. See, I would have said the movies, but the books were just much better. I did, uh, I'm not I, a reader. I didn't even I read the books. Those are probably some of the 
like I read those years ago, and those are probably one of the latest books I've read. They're so good. I feel like nothing I ever read will top it off. And I feel like I, um, the movies are just phenomenal. Everyone says that the book's better than the movies, but I just, I, I'm not a reader. I'm not trying to read 600 oh, yeah. pages over something I've already seen in a movie. 1,000%. I, hear, I feel you. Okay, so number, I think it is uh, six. I have yep. Endgame, that iconic, iconic, iconic movie. will be remembered for years and years to go. Uh, the plot leading up to it, leading up to that snap, amazing. And yeah, that was a great movie. One thing that I felt about that movie is when Thanos, uh, not Thanos, when uh, Iron Man snapped and erased all the bad guys, I felt like a little part of every single person in that movie theater watching it also disappeared because nothing can be in Marvel, in the Marvel Cinematics uh, thing, can be better than it now. That was like the cap. That snap was the most iconic moment in Marvel history. One thousand percent of down my mind. All right, number okay. five. This is where we get into some mutual uh, movies. I y'all have told you about this many times. I don't think I've ever watched it with me because you were being a jerk. But I got the good, the bad, and the ugly. Omar, have you seen that one? You what? I mean, muted again. Silence when you ask him. <laughs> yeah, no, I should stop throwing it to Omar. Okay, so the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, for any of us who haven't seen it, it is a uh, wild western movie. It's so so good. Probably one of the best plots you'll ever see. Not really funny. A lot of actions. It's just a really great movie. Can't can't I can't say much about it. And then the next one, I got a movie based on a real life story. Everyone loves it. I got the Wolf of Wall Street. Jordan Belfort Wait, and that... Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, shit. That wasn't in my top ten. Oh, my God. I guess that's an, another honorable mention, bro. That yeah. should... I have so many honorable mentions, man. Yeah, so Wolf of right. Wall Street. Uh, after rewatching it, I realized that the original guy, Jordan Belfort, was also in the movie. I don't know if you remember it, Neil, but uh, when... Uh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, Leo DiCaprio uh, goes on like a show and tells people to sell me this pen. He, uh, yeah. Jordan Belfort, the original person who this movie was about, uh, was like there to introduce them to the crowd. Which I think that's just oh, really? just shows, yeah, that just shows how like much they thought about this, how good this movie is, how good the story is. Like you go to jail after making so many mistakes, making millions of dollars. Losing everything, and then you get Leonardo DiCaprio to play in a movie. Oh my god. So the plot's a little deeper than the normal person would see. Yes. Okay, next up, I got probably the most action packed movie of all time Die Hard. Mm. Die Hard, an amazing movie. I really had a tough time uh, deciding on this top uh, three. I had a tough time leaving it at the top three, and I didn't know if I should replace it with Football Ball Street. I didn't know what was going at number five, four. Die Hard. Yeah. Action starts. I'm not even kidding. Like five, six minutes into the movie, as soon as they break into Nakatomi Plaza, they shoot the gun in the front, and boom, it all starts. It's so good. Action packed. Yeah, you know Hilarious. me. You know me. How? Sorry to cut you off, but of like, you know, I don't really like uh, old movies. So. Oh yeah. Die Hard for me, it was a good movie, but it was nothing like. Not really great. Like it is for you. So yeah. I I remember we you watched it for the first time at my house I think uh or we, it was just before the All Star Games last year with that amazing gun contest you know where uh yeah, yeah. so and so played so good yeah it was yeah so uh not really much to say action packed hilarious iconic quotes and music but in number three I gotta go with Infinity War. Oh yeah, my god, that movie was so good. I was, it was three hours, and I'm so sad it wasn't longer than that. How long was it? Movie. Three hours? I think it was something like three hours. And I was so sad when it ended. Like, time just flew by when I was watching it. So good. So much right when it ended, he wanted Right when it ended, he wanted Endgame to come out. Right when it ended, I wanted to sit back in the theater and watch it again. It was so good. So sad that it ended. So sad that uh, Marvel is turning into what it is today instead of what it used to be. But I definitely have to agree 
with the um uh, statement just said yeah he knows what we're talking about right Omer the Infinity War was definitely a very impactful movie but yes. I don't really agree with the statement of uh, being disappointed in what Marvel is turning into I think that it's turning into something new um, something that's going to be just as good if not better um, that statement I don't I don't agree with that. Because I don't think with, Shank Chi with the cast has of characters, what uh, was his name, Captain America had. I don't think anything could have replaced Iron Man, Tony Stark, the man, the myth, the legend. I don't okay, think. Well, of course, but you're not. I, I think that you're not reading into um, into the the universe as much as you should be. I think that if you take a look, you could see in the new trailer for um, Doctor Strange. For the next Doctor Strange movie, there's a whole cast of cameo characters that are gonna like revolutionize the MCU. Um, for the people who didn't notice, there was um, Miss America, who is a um, Hispanic superhero. She, I'm not gonna go into her whole like power list and everything, but she's a very, very interesting character. Um, that I, I I enjoyed reading her comics a lot, and I mm. really enjoyed reading the Young Avengers comics, which is uh, the next thing that I wanted to say, that the Young Avengers comics are definitely, uh, look like they'll at least be mentioned in the MCU, because we have uh, Miss America and Kid Loki oh, right. and uh, uh, Hawkeye's daughter, so I definitely think that it'll... I just want to let you know, there, there's a six-hour recording limit, and I know you, and I love you, and I know you can go on and on and on about this topic. Wait, wait, let me let me let me dig in a little bit too. So I actually <laughs> agree with both of you guys. This will be quick. I agree with both of you guys a little bit of both. I think on Elmer's point of view, it's true that this this new era in Marvel, it's like it's new, fresh, different, but it's also never gonna really compare it to like the old movies, you know, Avengers One, Avengers Infinity, like all the movies that there were. Because, like, those are just iconic. Those are going to live in our head for rent-free. But... Dude, forget. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I have to pay for them to live in my head, bro. They're so good. It's amazing. Exactly. Okay. But that doesn't, See, that I also think doesn't that, mean that the new I movies that, can't also that, be good. The way that you're looking at it is very, very narrow-minded. I think yeah, that you just have to think minded. about the future. Because the future movies are going to have just as much as an impact if you realize, like, what they're... What they're trying to do. I think that if you realize early on that um, the MCU, like this part of the MCU, is going to be just as good, if not better, uh, because of the amount of cameos and the new characters that they're adding, and that they're just trying to like make it something different and not what it was before. And I, and um, I hear you out. I hear you. I know what you're talking about, but like at the same time, you're telling me you think that the MCU part. I think this is four now. You think that's going to compare to the moment? At any moment in that movie is going to compare to the kind of build up and the, the climax of uh, Thanos snapping his fingers? Absolutely. Wait, well, Absolutely. Yeah, but I agree again with Omer because, like, how do you know that this new Marvel era can't, like, also have a new build up? Because into you a, a can't, type of you can't repeat greatness. You can't repeat it's it. It's not going to be repeating. It's going to be a going to be doing something new. Yeah, it's going to be different. Yes. If if they're going the route that I think that they're going, I definitely think that it's going to be revolutionary. You're not even going to remember that you okay, said okay, this okay. now. Listen, listen, hear me out then. Let's try this again. You think uh, Shang Chi? Have you all both watched it? Shang Chi. Yes. yes. Okay. So you're telling me you think Shang Chi is better than the original Iron Man? Of course Neither not. Shang Chi is an Iron Man. Man. He's not supposed to be Iron Man. He's a different character, and that's not what I think that you're missing. You're too busy comparing them to the old characters. Did you say that you think that you thought the the Shang Chi was better than Iron Man? I think I'm mistaken. No, of course not. I don't. I didn't really like Shang Chi. Throw my share at this monitor. I didn't really like Shang Chi. Being honest, but I think that. Uh, that character being introduced, I, I don't think it was a horrible movie. I definitely think that it was a, it was a no, good I movie. Like, I, like definitely was. I feel like it was the most needed, most generic movie of all time. Oh, I need this and this to get revenge on this and that, or I need to save this and this so I can do whatever, and I need my sister to help me. I don't remember the movie, honestly. I'm just... I mean, was I hitting on anything? Are any of those right? 
No. I mean, it's not revenge, revenge, revenge or a helping uh, family or whatever. You're right. It was a cliche movie, but it was still pretty good. I mean, like most of the movies in your list are probably very cliche movies. Okay. It's very hard. Uh, what movie do you think is cliche in my least list? Okay, first you. of all, Harry Potter has always been cliche, always will be cliche. Yeah, but that's just, I agree um, that it may not be the best As much movies, as I love Harry Potter, it's just cliche. But it, yeah, it's cliche, but it's for kids, you know? Right. Not, not like, I don't really remember ex- exactly everything that was in the movie. I'm going to bet that at least I three or four of those movies. I am trying to another honorable mention, so I'm going to say Story Store Story. I don't care. One of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. Even as a 15-year-old, I'm going to watch it again if I could. Story, story? Toy story, story, yes. Toy story. Oh, toy story, yeah. When I was a kid, that was a good movie. Great movie. Right. Any, anyways, do you want to finish Can I finish off my list, please, if you guys don't mind, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number two, uh, one of the funniest, probably the funniest movie I've ever seen, watching it one, first, second, and 17th time, Grown Ups. Mm. We all had it in this top ten. Movie's so incredibly funny with Adam Sandler and whatever those other guys' names are. It's a hilarious movie. I can't see anything topping it off. I disagree with Grown Ups 2 being anywhere near Grown Ups 1, but I feel like it was a, yeah, that's why I, that's why it was a decent attempt at uh, a sequel. They could definitely could have done better, especially with Adam Sandler there and all the other guys around him. I keep forgetting their names. I like Grown Ups 2. I don't know. It still right. wasn't in my top 10, but like, I liked it. Okay, so, at number one, it's probably the best movie I've ever seen. Ayo, do you want to guess what it is? Because I definitely told you about how much I like this movie. Um, I'm probably going to feel dumb when you say what it is, but I forgot. I don't know, it's going to be like one of those moments like, oh, I knew it. It's like, oh, that one. All right, what is it? Okay, number one movie I've ever seen in my life is The Dark Knight. Oh, oh yeah. that one. Yes, yes. Dark Knight. I probably wouldn't have guessed that, but I didn't really? know that. that was like, you yeah. thought that wasn't going to be in my top 10 at all? Yeah. I just forgot about the movie completely. Oh, yeah, absolutely, though. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. So, anyway, uh, The Joker and Heath Ledger. Absolutely. I don't want to say caring because everything about that movie was just so good. But they, they, Heath Ledger made the movie what it is today. There were no, never be an actor, not that I've seen. There, are, I have never seen an actor that fits his role as perfectly as Heath Ledger does with the Joker. Am I wrong? Am I, can you all agree with me on something, please? Yeah, you said it right. Like, he played him extraordinarily well. Exactly. I feel like, I don't think Heath Ledger is the Joker. I think the Joker is Heath Ledger. That's how I see it. He just fit into the role so darn well. Like, he was just so good in it. And, of, of course, Batman and Alfred and everybody else just rounding it. And uh, Two-Face, of course. Uh, Harvey. If we're comparing if we're comparing the Dark Knight to the new Joker, I would give it to the Dark Knight a million I don't know, but the new Joker, like, I, don't, I, I haven't finished the movie as much as I love the Joker. He's my favorite villain of all time. But I know it's like a really depressing movie about like it's supposedly the Joker's uh, background story. And I don't think that is something. It's not. No, no, the jo- it's not the Joker's background story. This is like, um, kind of the Joker's. It was sort of like the Joker's inspiration, but it wasn't. He's not the actual Joker. He's not. It, it wasn't um, as depressing as people like said it was, but it was kind of depressing. I don't know. The like, part that I saw in like the trailer. It's just the whole movie is like the most, it's kind of like cliche, like Omar said, it's sad, so it's raining, uh, people are throwing stuff at him, uh, there's like the trailer tears, was whatever. Oh, no, no, the whole movie is, is meant to be cliche, it's meant to be like, it only takes one bad day to send you down this spiral of like, becoming the Joker. Like, that, yeah. that was the entire point, it was like, it was like supposed to show you like a normal average, like what you would think is like a really, really bad day. Mm. Like, you know... Uh, I don't really remember exactly what happened in it, but you you get my point. Oh, yeah, I absolutely do. I think yeah. that from what I've seen of the movie, I completely agree. It, it's just one thing. It, it can cause such a big snowball and domino effect. It can lead you yeah. to 
I guess being Heath Ledger's you know, Joker, of course, rest in peace, he can... Uh, that made me... That was really bad. Yeah, no, The Dark Knight was a great movie. Uh, for me, personally, as like not a huge Joker or Batman fan, wasn't like anything special for me, but if you are a Joker and Batman fan, then probably one of the best movies of all time for you, yeah. So many great action movies. The one thing that I just popped, popped up in my head, I don't know if y'all remember the scene where... Uh, uh, Batman drives down the road, and Heath Ledger, the Joker, is standing right there, screaming at him, "Hit me! Hit me! Hit me!" And the jo- uh, Batman just yeah. couldn't do it. He had to move out of the way. That's just, I think, that is the perfect scene to describe those two characters. Batman will not kill yeah. anything, even if, like he would kill himself before he killed another person. And the Joker is such a lunatic. That just the perfect scene. About that, there's actually um, for I, I I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was one of the creators of Batman said that um, at at some point the like no kill rule stopped being a um, a like a rule, and it started more being like a hold on his sanity. It's not that he like it, it became that he doesn't. It's not that he doesn't kill because he doesn't want to like become like them. It's that he doesn't kill so that he can hold on to like a piece of his like st- like little childhood fantasy. Mm. Being the perfect superhero. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna have to sort rewatch of like, the Dark Knight. Oh yeah, you do. I do not remember anything of it. Uh, also, I watched it like one time, like ten years ago. Yes. Uh, do y'all remember the first scene by any chance? Yes, because you showed me it. You said it was like your favorite scene of all time. I've sure. never said that in my life, but it's a very good thing. The being probably you know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you told me about it, but you showed me. It was the, it was the one where the dark the Joker was disguised. A spoiler alert, by the way. The Joker. Oh, no, was if you haven't seen it, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen the Dark Knight, stop watching. Stop listening. That's it. That's just the end of it. Don't. Yeah. So it was Omar. It was where the Joker was disguised as one of the robbers, and they robbed like a bank. And oh, one by uh, one, the Joker started killing all of them. Yeah. So he gets a bigger and bigger like, cut, like, and they all believe that like. Oh, I'm gonna be getting a big cut because I killed this person. And they go while the Joker them. was just playing them the whole time. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And then like he kills them, and then he like he they, no, they ram a school bus into the bank, and then he takes off his mask and he kills. Yes. Everyone. Yeah. The great scene. Amazing. So that rounds off uh, our top ten movies, uh, and I think that and will also top off the podcast. Am I wrong? Yeah, no, you're correct. That I think that was, was a really great for close. Today. Yes, so uh, I thought it was a great podcast. Yeah. I had fun. Uh, thank you guys for uh, listening. The four of you guys who may be. On a depressing note, yes, we're gonna have to end it. But I, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed making it. Uh, thank you guys for uh, joining. Uh, thank you all for being a good co-host. Thank you, Omar, for knowing so much about yeah. sports and movies. <laughs> no problem. Of course, no problem. And guys, yeah, if you I have any a lot of questions about anything sports related, please contact Omer. He uh, he's gonna uh, say his email right now, so anybody can ask him for any fantasy or sports tips or anything you want to bet on. Omer, please read it out for everybody. Um, so I'm actually a aspiring manager of a football team. So I'm I'm I think that you guys should really turn to me. I think that it'll really help me uh, pursue my career. Um, so um, you know, my DMs are open. Uh, at Omer Waddle too. Um, yeah, I think that's uh, that's a good end. So thank you guys for listening, right, guys. and we'll hopefully uh, see you guys next time. Peace.